are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. we got some stuff to go over in Bachelor World. We've got an Aaron and Genevieve sniping at each other on Twitter. I'm assuming it's at each other, but we'll see. We've got some pop culture news, and we've got some physical therapy news, something that I realized yesterday about my torn Achilles. But we'll get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by First Leaf Wines. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love. They learn your tastes, then deliver quality wines right to your door. Sign up today. You'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Also, as always, this podcast brought to you by Dame Products, and don't forget their new Dip Vibrator. Whether Dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. Go to DameProducts.com, use promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your first order. That's DameProducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. All right, let's get started. Let's start with the very first thing that happened when you pressed play on this podcast today. You know what you heard? You heard the intro music. You didn't hear that yesterday. You know why? Because I totally forgot. Like, I don't know if you know how I, I do this. I, I record the actual verbal part of the podcast, and then I have the open and the close saved in different files. And then once I, once I get the um, audio file of the 20, 25 minutes, however long the podcast is, I just have to move in the music in the beginning and move in the music in the end. And I started this podcast, the daily podcast on July 11th. And today is November 3rd. That was the first time I just forgot to put in the music. I don't know why I just totally blanked and I didn't know it until some of you emailed me and said, Hey, where was the music? You emailed me that yesterday. I'm like, Oh, I didn't put it in. I had to listen to it myself, press play. Cause it's just been like, second nature that once I record the actual content of the podcast that I just move in the audio in the beginning and move it in in the end. And I just forgot yesterday. So that's all it was. Just forgot. It's back in today. Bachelor news. If you saw my social media yesterday, uh, you know that Ariel Frankel uh, got a hometown date yesterday in New York City. She was seen in Washington Square Park. I got pictures of them going into what Sarge's Deli, which is in the Murray Hill area. That's what I was told. And um, someone else came to me maybe 30 minutes after I posted the picture of them from behind walking into Sarge's Deli and Diner. Someone had come to me and said, I've got some videos of them meeting at Washington Square Park. And I'm like, great. And they said they were looking for money. So I don't pay for information. So I don't know what to tell you. And so those might show up. I guess they have video of them meeting yesterday for the first time. So they're Huju. And if she did, I don't know if she did. I'm, I'm assuming she did. That's what the producers tell them to do. But someone out there has got video of them doing that or greeting in Washington Park yesterday, but they're looking for money. So 
if somebody else happens to post them, just know they paid for it. Like I said, I don't pay for information and it's just not something that I do. And I, especially on something that's already out there, you know, it's like, I don't know what this person was expecting to get for videos of a confirmation that we already know that Zach was on a hometown date yesterday with, with Ariel and why did I forget her? Why did I just blank on her last name? <laughs> I just, Oh, Frankel. Yeah. Ariel Frankel. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I think that person is obviously they just, they want to get money and uh, maybe someone will pay them for that. But I, there's really nothing exclusive about something that the information is already known. So I don't know, maybe somebody will pay for it, but I'm not going to, it's like, okay, it would just be adding on to something you already know, which is he was on the date yesterday in New York with Ariel. Do you really, do I really need to fork over money to show them greeting? No, it's just not that important to me. If this was something to where we're talking about final rose ceremony and someone had footage of it or something like that, which has never happened. But um, even then I'm just like, I, I, I don't pay for info. I don't need to. I got yesterday's info without paying. So yeah, this would have been a different video, different angle, them first meeting. It's like, great, not a big deal to me. So um, if it is, does get out there, I'm assuming they sold it to somebody else. So be on the lookout for that. And in terms of the hometown dates, Ariel, remember I told you earlier in the week, I said, I'm pretty sure I know three of the four and I'm just waiting on confirmation of the fourth. I don't have confirmation of the fourth. Ariel was one of the three that, um, I knew I had a feeling was coming. I just didn't know what day. And, um, she was one of the three when I said I knew three of the four. So still waiting to see who got, uh, that fourth. If I hear anything in the next couple days, hopefully I will. Now bachelor in paradise. We talked about it yesterday. It's been the biggest topic since yesterday, since the episode aired. And that is Aaron and Genevieve. I didn't know this until yesterday when their tweets from that night started going around. And I mean, we're looking at a, he said, she said at this point, because Aaron's response to what aired on Tuesday is like 40 hours of filming a week condensed into four hours. You see such a small part guys, truly not the convo at all. (laughs) Genevieve for her part comes back with, Nothing relevant to the argument was cut out. What you saw is what happened. And then added gaslighting. No, not a buzzword. Of course, I understand the guys want time with the guys. Did we forget we were just away from our guys for a week and I wanted some time? I was never mad. I was upset because I wanted to talk to him alone about something. Is that too much to ask in a very calm way? And as I expressed yesterday in the podcast, She's not wrong. She didn't do anything wrong in that situation, and Aaron flew off the handle. Now he's saying that wasn't truly the conversation at all, and she's saying, yes, it was. So until somebody releases the full footage or whatever the case may be, it's a he said, she said. But from most of what I've gathered off of social media last night and on Tuesday night, it's pretty clear most people are siding with Genevieve on this because Aaron his behavior was not very good. And the way he reacted to something like that, 
I wouldn't wish that on any woman. And unfortunately, he's taking the brunt of it. So, of course, he's going to say, oh, that's not how the conversation went. Oh, guys, this is reality TV. You know it's not real. Oh, they have 40 hours a week. It's okay. We usually hear that from people who end up looking bad on an edit. He looks bad, so he's saying what he is. She's saying, no, everything you saw in that conversation is what happened. Nothing was cut out. So, I mean, who are you going to believe at this point? Because you're not going to get the true story. You're not going to be able to see the raw footage. So they can bicker about it until the end of time. She's going to have her people that believe her. He's going to have her guy, people believe him. But at the end of the day, it's probably going to be more people believing Genevieve over him because of the way he came across on TV. Now, we're only a couple days away, or one day away, from the Bachelor in Paradise reunion taping tomorrow in Los Angeles. And again, as I mentioned earlier this week, this is something that obviously the Victoria, Johnny, Greg Rippo storyline is going to be the biggest thing to come out of that. What the, what those people are going to say, did she cheat, did she not cheat? Again, I have no idea if she did or not. But... Nick Vile sure chimed in because Nick Vile has a source, <coughs> Victoria, <coughs> Greg. Nick Vile's source says no cheating happened and there was no infidelity whatsoever. Nick not even acknowledging what that would be over since he hasn't even acknowledged, as far as I know, that Victoria does get engaged at the end of Paradise, but yet he's going out there and saying no infidelity and no cheating happened, which, you know, I didn't even have to cough. Clearly it came from Victoria and or Greg. So that's where he's getting his information from. But again, it's like, okay, great, Nick, you know this how? Because they told you? And just like I said, it's going to be really hard to prove that she did cheat. It's going to be really hard to prove she didn't cheat. In fact, it's probably going to be harder. Because how do you prove something you didn't do? Unless there is an actual descriptive accusation of on October or, or on August, you know, Johnny comes out and says, the weekend of, I'm just making a date up here, the weekend of August 13th, you were out of town, and I know for a fact you were at this restaurant with Greg. Well, then you can actually prove something like that if it never happened, because you can claim your whereabouts, we can go through your phone, but Victoria's never going to be able to prove that she didn't cheat, and I don't think the other side's going to be able to prove that she did cheat, unless something comes out. I think something would have come out by now. Because we don't really know the timeline of everything of when they broke up. I said I got that email September 15th telling me from somebody in the know saying she broke up with Johnny and happened about a week earlier. So we're looking at beginning of September. So unless Victoria literally gets on stage and says, here is my conversations on my text messages with Greg Grippo from the very first time we started talking till the time Johnny and I broke up. Here, look through all of them and tell me if this is any cheating. That's not going to happen. So... While it is going to be a big storyline, again, I don't think anything is going to get resolved at this Bachelor in Paradise reunion. I really don't, because how can it? She's going to say she didn't cheat. She's already going to other people telling them I didn't cheat and having them relay the message out to the public, like Nick. And, you know, I, I don't know what Johnny's going to say at the reunion. Clearly, her and Greg are dating. They are an item. We have the Roman Italy pictures and videos. We have, I, well, I have the picture of them in Nashville on Tuesday at a uh, wellness cafe. Uh, I didn't need, didn't need to release it because there's no point. 
it's just clear as day that they are together. It's just a matter of who says what at the reunion, who's going to come off looking better, because that's all it is at this point. It's just who's going to believe who. But, you know, Victoria has a past. Johnny doesn't. And if she comes out swinging and says that, no, that he cheated, which is kind of this the sources who told Dave Neal that she's accusing him of cheating or alluded to it, we just have to see what Johnny says. But my guess is nothing will truly get resolved. There won't be 100% confirmation of anything. And that's why it's really tough for these sources to come out and say, yeah, no, she didn't cheat. And yeah, no, she did cheat. It's like, okay, but where's the proof? It's 2022. You kind of need proof to show it. And no side, neither side have, has come with any proof of anything. So just throw our hands in the air and wave them like we just don't care. So getting to some pop culture stuff that I wanted to touch on. Yesterday, I brought up the Pamela Pumpkin, that song that's making its rounds or made its rounds for the last month on Twitter and Instagram reels and TikTok and all that stuff. And I'm like, who is this person? What is this song? Where did it come from? Why have I never heard it in my life until a month ago? I got my answer yesterday. First off, I was wrong about the whole name in to begin with. I was always I always thought she was saying Pamela Pumpkin. It's Pamela Pupkin. Okay. The woman behind it is named Laura Cleary, and she's got three million followers on Instagram. I don't know exactly what her role is on Instagram. Is she like a an influencer, a comedian? I'm pulling it up again right now, and it's Laura Cleary, and that's it's just her name, uh, L-A-U-R-A-C-L-E-R-Y, not C-L-E-A-R-Y. It's just C-L-E-R-Y. And um, it just says, uh, it looks like she has a podcast. It looks like she's a mother. Um, I don't see, when I was scrolling, I, I did see something about talking about divorce. So it looks like she might be recently divorced. Um, but yeah, I guess she's just a a social media mommy that does videos, I guess. I don't know, but she's the creator of Pamela Pupkin. And she has 3 million followers on Instagram. So no wonder that thing went viral. Everyone just took it and ran with it. So congratulations to Laura. Please don't make another song in Halloween of 2023. Please. I'm begging you. couple other things here. I saw this story on People.com and I'm like, okay, why didn't we know this earlier? And the, ti- and the headline of the article on People.com said, Adele reveals how we've all been pronouncing her name incorrectly. And she did a recent Q&A with fans in L.A. to promote her I Drink Wine music video. And she says the the correct pronunciation of her name is Adele, not Adele. Okay, she's been in the limelight and a singer and one of the more popular singers in the world for how long now? Why... Why are we finding this out now in 2022? Why, after all this time, everyone's basically called her Adele, why didn't she change and correct people then and say, no, it's Adele? Uh, U-H, 
you know, the pronunciation spelled out U-H-D-A-L-E, Adele, not Adele. I think everyone's called her Adele for how long has she been in the music world since she's been popular? Six years, eight years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Adele. Thanks for letting us know six, eight years later. <laughs> Why did you tell us this earlier? Why did you like your name being mispronounced for so long? The woman was supposed to start a Vegas residency earlier this year, and then she ended up getting sick and had to postpone it, or maybe she said it wasn't ready, something along those lines. Whatever the case, I don't think when she announced that residency and when Vegas has been promoting the residency, they've been calling her Adele. Calling her Adele. I don't get it. I don't think she's been saying this for years because I don't think people would now just put a headline out on November 2nd saying Adele reveals how we've been all pronouncing her name incorrectly. I think we would have seen that by now if she's been banging on the drum to pronounce her name correctly. Apparently not. So Adele it is, I guess. Here's something. This was another story that I saw on People, and it has to do with Mindy Kaling from The Office. And look, every celebrity is entitled to their privacy. Absolutely, 100%. I'm clearly fine with that, and I think they should. I've always found it interesting when people have children, famous people have children, and then just don't bother to tell us who the father is. And for years, I mean, people have always speculated. The story on People.com was she was retelling a story on Jimmy Fallon about one time where she was really scared on Halloween and it was um, her and BJ Novak from the office as well. Ryan from the office was um, in a car with her and they were a man broke into the car to get the, a laptop or something. And he was out with her that night. And this is while she was pregnant. Well, her, her daughter, I believe is four and she's never revealed who the father is. And I think for the longest time, people have thought it was BJ. And they've always been very, I don't want to say mysterious. They always say that they've been platonic friends, but they've also said in times their relationship has been complicated because they did date in the past, but they still remain close friends as a couple who used to be together. So people just automatically assume and jump to things like, I don't know if we'll ever find out who the father of her daughter is. And all I'm saying is, if we ever do someday and we find out it is BJ Novak, I can't say I'd be surprised. That's all. <laughs> I just I I I just feel like I I don't know. I could be dead wrong. I mean, I'm not guessing it's him. I'm just saying like if we ever did find out who it is and they found out it's BJ, I wouldn't be like, "Oh my gosh, no way." They literally are best friends who used to date. And still hang out to this day. It is possible. It's not like this. It'd be so far-fetched to think that. And I want to end with this. I told you about my rehab started and I'm just doing exercises and did my exercises today on my, my left foot, my left Achilles, just trying to stretch it out because it's obviously very tight. What's funny is I was, I was standing and obviously with my right foot, that's, healthy, I can stand on the ball of my foot. I can push up on the ball of my foot, on my right foot. I know I can't 
on my left foot. But I was like, well, what if I tried? I just wanted to like see how far I could even get before it was like, no, the pain is too much. And it's the weirdest feeling. Like my brain is telling my left foot, okay, push up on the ball of your foot right now. And just nothing happens. Like I, it's been three months since I've used any muscle in my left leg. I literally, you say, Steve, be careful. Like if you push up, you might, no, I can't push up. Like I'm telling my foot, Hey foot push, push up on the ball of your foot. And I literally cannot do it. There is no strength. I'm, it's just, just my foot is just sitting there and just not responding to any of that. Now, granted, I understand why. And it's going to be weird when I finally get to that point. I don't know if it's going to be six or eight weeks from now, maybe 10 weeks from now, where I'll be, I'll be able to come on this podcast and say, hey, remember when I told you that story about how I told my foot, push up on the ball of your foot right now, and it just didn't do anything? Well, now I can. That's going to be a cool day for me. I just realized that. Because standing tonight, trying to do it, and just not having any movement whatsoever, and the foot just staying planted on the ground, not even any strain. It's not like it's like straining to push up. I can't even, it's just nothing. So that'll be a cool day. Like these, these are the, these are the, these are the benchmarks. These are the kind of the accomplishments that I'm aiming for right now to, to push off on the ball of my foot, to take a step. Like this is, this is where I'm at. Uh, these are going to be big deals in my life in the next, you know, couple months, you know, it's going to be another three to six months before running, but you know, to push off and actually take a step going to be less than that. I just don't know how long uh, I've got another rehab session today. So build on that. But thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Coming up in a couple hours, I'm going to release today's podcast, number 311, and it's with Iris and Luke from Temptation Island Season 4. And you might say, Steve, they were just on five months ago. What has happened in their life? That's why they're on the podcast today, because as much as you didn't know what's been going on in their life, I didn't either. I was tipped off by somebody who sent me an email and said, hey, you might want to look into this. I contacted Iris on Instagram because I do not follow her. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, you know what? We're actually going to talk about this publicly and we'd love to come on your podcast as well. So they're going to release something on Iris's YouTube channel. And then I'm going to post it. Uh, the interview, uh, the podcast is podcast number 311. So check that out. Very interesting story. And I applaud them uh, for, for doing what they did. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And we are back tomorrow with another daily roundup. See you.